It was like they're born that way. Like, you can't you can't be mad at them because they want to bang kids. And I was like, what? Oh my God. And it was a woman. Like, I don't know if that I heard was that. Of course, it was a woman. I'm not surprised it was a woman. It was a woman, yeah. And she was like on this big old conference, like at a college. Like, yeah, there was a spread in like Vanity Fair or something. Like I was, was like, yeah, I'm a pedophile, like, and it's my affliction, yeah. and I have to live it's, with yeah, it. And, yeah, I identify Jesus. as that uh, as a pedophile. I still I still don't believe this shit. It sounds so stupid. There's no Dude, way that's real. I swear to God, man. It sounds like some bullshit 4chan troll. <laughs> Pull this well, shit up. Yeah. Uh, you know the difference between 4chan and real life. You know shit's fucked up. Go ahead and search for pedophilia <laughs> on your computer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Boom, bitch. Vice magazine. You thought I was lying. And I saw it, dude. Oh, I God. They have a picture of him. You guys ready for this shit? No. Look oh. at that handsome devil. <laughs> oh, no. No, oh, I don't know how to get to this. Oh, yeah. Todd Nickerson. Even the name Todd. Todd is just yeah. a pedophile name, Nickerson. right? Off the what is with these last names? Nickerson. No. Nickerson. Exactly. <laughs> Nickerson. This oh, sounds no. a bit like alternative facts. Oh, <laughs> I wish this was oh. news. Dude, I wish it was too. Good to go for real. I'm ready. Yeah, let's do it. Holy shit, what a news week. Welcome to Trouble Speak, everybody. It is Thursday, September 6, 2018. I'm going to start saying the date now. I don't know why I wasn't doing that before. I'm your host. You can call me Nate. We got the prequel, but here's the sequel. Rob, how you feeling tonight, babe? I'm feeling like shit. My neck is broken, but I'm ready to do it. That'll work. Uh, he's locked, he's loaded, and he's ready to account for his privilege. Joe, apologize for your whiteness. Uh, I'm sorry, everybody, for being part of the Master Race. I don't accept your apology on behalf of everyone. Uh, and the planets align for our guest to make it on tonight. Jose, how are you going to skip practice to do this, man? Well, you know what? Those kids need to grow up. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, current events. Here we go. I guess we'll start with the Kavanaugh hearings. What what can we say that isn't on an every news channel? Uh, Democrats are trying to score points politically. They're not going to stop him being nominated. Doesn't really matter what they do. There's a lot of pissing and moaning about getting these documents late and blah, blah, blah. The people that are pissing and moaning about it already came out publicly and said they're not going to support his nomination. So what fucking difference does it make? What do you guys think? I want a fist fight. I want <laughs> someone to punch... I want a senator to punch another senator before this is all done. I don't even care who it is. I don't care if it's a good punch at all. I just want to see someone clock another senator. It's, it would be perfect. It would be the piece to the res resistance to all this stuff. Yeah, but then Turtle Lord's eyes yeah. glow red and he like summons turtles and it's just pandemonium. <laughs> Filibuster was amazing though. I got to say that was probably my favorite piece of news this week. Did you guys hear the auction call filibuster? I did not. Oh my no. god! It was Get into hilarious. it, man. I, I don't remember the, what, uh, who it was actually, but the, he just pretty much drowned him out with auction calls, um, and it went on for a good period of time until they finally caved. But he just that kept auction calling. Amazing! It was <laughs> it was hilarious that that's our government, but it was also hilarious because I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Somebody you can't stand. Nice. Uh, somebody's going to throw a punch, it's going to be Cory Booker, right? Yeah, Cory Booker, fucking Spartacus himself, he compared himself <laughs> to the fucking gladiator. 
He even said, you know, I'm breaking the rules by bringing in these emails and going against the code that we usually follow. But, you know, what if you fire me? Bring it. He literally told Congress to bring it. For for some context, there's he, he released these documents that are all classified. Uh, that could be expulsion from the Senate. Here's the thing. No senator's ever going to get expelled from the Senate unless they, like, have to literally kill somebody or something on TV. Because it takes a super majority to eject a senator out of the Senate. So and that also means Democrats are behind him. Yeah, exactly. Like you you would have to have his entire party turn against him. And there's no fucking way they're gonna do that. They are all basically jerking themselves off to what he did today. So he's fine. He probably he knew he was gonna be fine. It's a, it's a great headline grabber, and as a lefty, I loved it, but Maybe he's so confident because he already knows he's a lock to be the front runner for the Democratic convention mm. in a couple of years. He's already been told that, yeah, you're in there. See whatever the hell you want. Get your name out there. Get your name out there is that I say what I say what I feel. I'm basically the Democratic Donald Trump. Whatever. Maybe that's like the worst headline <laughs> you could ever have. But. Um, that's, like, that's, like Kevin Hart. that's like Kevin Hart saying, I'm the next Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Better get those numbers up, Kev. I don't think you're there yet. Whatever. Better cover your drinks if he's going that angle. <laughs> no, oh. no, you're totally right, Nate, though. I, as much as I love seeing the Democrats actually do something that grabs some attention instead of sitting there in a corner letting Trump yell, this is all political nonsense. Kavanaugh be will here. be confirmed. Right. Yeah, Kavanaugh is going to be confirmed. Good for good for everybody who's standing up. But like you said, they were going to do that anyway. Exactly. So. Exactly. Do you really think he's going to mess with Roe v. Wade? Hillary Clinton sure did. Uh, probably obligatory Hillary call out. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it, he might. I mean, it's literally impossible to really to judge these things because once these guys get on the Supreme Court, that's a lifetime appointment. Right. They are not beholden to anyone anymore. So this could literally be and any justice could say whatever they want to get onto the court. And as soon as they get on there, they can do whatever they want at that point. So he might be saying all this just to get to become a Supreme Court justice because that's the position for his career. That's right, as right. high as you're going to go. Uh, he gets on there and then Roe v. Wade shows up and he's like, nah, abortion should stay legal. And then every Republican's fucking head explodes because they went through all this to get him appointed. He might not even fall through. Or, fuck it, maybe he says women aren't people anymore. <laughs> I mean, there were a lot of handmaids <laughs> there protesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, protesters protest. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. There was an interesting picture. I don't know how true it is or anything. I did see it uh, on one of the Reddit mega threads. Someone posted a picture where it shows that one of the protesters that stand up that got arrested. It was like on half the picture, the other half, it shows her outside and some dude's giving her money. Yeah, the brown dude's uh -huh. giving him some money. Yeah. So it could have I been mean, whatever transaction, but maybe it was some of that Soros money coming through. Shots fired. Yeah. I mean, I think it was in Louisiana. There was something about a power plant down there where the company that owns a power plant did buy protesters, well, supporters, to go in there and say, no, this is great. This is well, this is exactly the kind of jobs we need. And just some random people, they paid $100 to go in and say that. Yeah, it's nothing new. When the uh, yeah. whole Ferguson protest things were going on, they were busting people in from out of state to come there just to protest. So it's part yeah. of the course. I don't I don't really have anything else to add. It's fun to to listen to all this happen. Sure. He probably is going to be more conservative than anything else. I doubt he's going to change when he gets in there, but you know what? Elections have consequences. This is the way it goes. That is true. Moving on. Sure. 
Going once, going twice. Uh, Joe, <laughs> I know you want to talk about this Woodward book, so let's get into it. Uh, it's pretty good. Everybody should read it. Next topic. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, it's uh, I haven't read it yet, but Bob Woodward came out with a book, basically pretty similar to the Michael Wolf book that came out a few months back, where it's basically a catalog of stories and quotes of things that happened in the White House, and there's some pretty damning stuff in there. If it's all true, I, if it's all true, I mean, he says that he's interviewed everybody. He he refused to give his sources up, so they're all staying anonymous. Which very Julian I mean, Assange of him. This is uh, this is the guy who literally worked with Deep Throat, so. There's that. Yeah, it's he kind of has some experience with stuff like this. Uh, this isn't the only book he's written on a president. He's written eight other books, including Nixon, including Obama, Clinton, uh, at least one of the Bushes. Uh, he's won a Pulitzer Prize. And he has won a Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, this guy is this guy is master level journalist. This is not yeah. some random. Michael Wolf had a a reputation for kind of exaggerating and maybe not having true sources, but this Bob Woodward is. His credibility is without question. So what you're saying um, is Michael Wolf is really sloppy, but this guy's really good at keeping it, keeping his nose clean. Rob coming in with the angle. Uh, yeah. I, I always got I always got to question these people because I mean, did he release his book for free for everybody to see so that way we could see the corruption that's going on behind the scenes, mm. or is he just trying to make some money and he's gonna big fish the story to make it more palpable and more tasty for the public to eat? No, no, that's a that's a very good question to ask, and it's totally legit question to ask. Here's the thing, though, he did a telephone call that he has. You can listen to it on YouTube right now. Put up there by Washington Post, where Trump called him to talk to him about the book. Yeah, I heard that one. Yeah, and he he tells Trump, "Hey, I tried to get to you. I wanted to interview you for the book, but you weren't available." I went through multiple people to try and get to you, and I was stonewalled at each turn. And Trump's like, I've never heard about this before. And Woodward goes, well, I've talked to senators. And Trump's like, who? And he goes, Lindsey Graham. And Trump literally goes, oh, yeah, no, I remember Lindsey Graham bringing that up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So he missed the bobble. He was like, oh, yeah. But he, but he mentioned it really quick. So I kind of I kind of forgot about it. Who else did he talk to? He goes, Kellyanne Conway. I talked to her. I had lunch with her about this. And he goes, huh. Hmm. Off the phone, he goes, Kellyanne. Hey, Bob Woodward's on the phone. Literally, this is insane. Like, you got to listen to this. It, it sounds, I definitely sounds like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Woodward's saying you talked to, he talked to you about this. And she goes, you can barely hear her go. She goes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> so they're still talking about it and he's like listen i'm gonna put kelly on on the phone uh you can you can ask her she gets on the phone bob woodward's like hey remember when we talked about this and had lunch she goes yeah no i remember i uh, i went and i put the the paper in or the request to the president and it got denied <laughs> he goes see i don't i don't know what else you want me to do so, I mean, it, it wasn't like he wasn't making stuff up then. Like, they're literally admitting to it on the phone. Right. And as right. he's talking to – yeah, he, as he's talking it's to Trump – It's not like they called out any facts or anything. They were just like, oh, I didn't know this was coming out. It's not like they said, oh, this wasn't true or that wasn't true. Right, right. But allegedly they, they, he has a yeah. ton of tapes on everybody. Well, see, he, this is the part of the, the, the conversation that I love. Because he's talking to her, talking to him, and he goes, "By the way, do you know my uh, my assistant? I think I think her name was like Ellen or something." 
And he goes, no, I haven't met her. He goes, hey, Ellen, are you on the phone? She goes, yeah, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> and she's like, wow. yeah, Ellen's been the one that's been transcribing my tapes for me that back up everything in the book. So, I mean, he's not an idiot. Yeah. He's been doing this for a while. But that being said, everything is anonymous. So that's that's really the thing. And that's what it really comes down to as well. I mean, he may have all the dirt in the world about Trump. But when it's anonymous, I mean, what is he going to get that sticks to Trump that gets him gets him gone? I mean, that's the goal. People want to see him. They want to see him out. They want to see him removed from the presidency. But nothing concrete is being completely delivered to him to where it's even made a dent. If he's so, if Trump is such an idiot and makes so many mistakes, how is he not being caught yet? Either he really is a mastermind genius, or everybody's just super incompetent. Or he's like a fiddler with mice, man. Like you got to realize that the people that are backing him, no matter what comes out, I mean, come out like concrete evidence. They're still magma till they die, man. Like, he's, it doesn't matter what comes out. I mean, everything can come out about him, but he's not going to lose his fan base. You're not wrong about his fan base. I mean, he's a populist, but a, there's even that New York Times piece that came out talking about some insider, some anonymous insider, saying that he's in there trying to sabotage wherever he can or trying to keep some of Trump's agenda from getting through, like, the really bad parts. It's like all these <laughs> yeah, anonymous yeah. people Yeah, so if they're out. doing that, stuff we already has came out, like, holy fuck, man, what the, what, what, what's left? What are we not seeing? Right. That's that's what's really scary that's about scary that. <laughs> yeah, it's not really not really the fact that someone I mean, it's pretty scary that someone would just straight up say that or do some anonymous thing. But if it's true, even if they're not really doing all that much, that means he has people that he's supposed to be in charge of to run the country that he's giving orders to. And they're just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing that. So he yeah, is the president. He, yeah, <laughs> he is the president right now. That means these guys are taking it upon themselves to subvert the will of the people, quote unquote. Didn't Trump put a treason tweet out? Which is just the most fucking pot calling a kettle black. Yeah, that's all, that's all the responders I saw on Twitter were just like, yeah, you're the treason or treason. <laughs> T-squared. No treason. No treason. You're the treason. It's kind of scary if you think about it. The implications are there. It kind of matches up with what was going on in Bob Woodward's book where he's mentioned Trump was pushing Mattis to go ahead and just do a strike on Assad. And Mattis basically was like, no, we can't do that. And there's a story about his economic advisor literally taking trade papers off his desk so he doesn't sign and ruin big trade deals. Here's the problem with that story, though. The problem with that story is the president doesn't really have power over trade deals. That's a congressional thing. So fair enough. He does have a little power over the military. Yeah, I mean those tariffs yeah, are definitely affected trade. It seems like he had. That's true. That's true. It could have been something like that. I didn't. I, like I said, I didn't read the book. So we are just trying to play sources. You should be listening. To I was actually that. driving in. Uh, Tennessee today uh, with my job and I heard the first commercial where the government has like 75 billion dollars apparently that they're having to pay back to farmers so like you can go sign up now if you do soy or any of these things that have been affected by the tariffs you can actually go sign up now you go sign up and the government apparently is gonna like compensate you for all the shit he's fucked up but that's the first time I heard ad like not being in that area ain't that really? awesome Hmm. trying yeah. to cover up their track so it makes it look better than what it is too big to <laughs> yeah. farm but i mean it has to be pretty too big, big if they're just, it's just over the news i mean that was just like random radio like hey uh trump's messed everything up there's some money that we're gonna pay you uh just go sign up i hope that was the literal commercial <laughs> it was close but it, the accent was 
really country. <laughs> oh, it has to be. You got to appeal to the farmers. They don't understand yeah, that like, city talk. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly what he called corn, but it was different. <laughs> you like me. He said, you have two of Yeah, he might have said hominy. I don't know. It was getting, it was getting, it was oh, weird. hominy's disgusting. <laughs> It's the only food I won't eat. I'll eat anything. Yeah. I'll even eat like, I'm not going to eat some fucking hominy. Hominy, yeah. Like, if you were growing it's on you. <laughs> you can't sign up for the grant. I know I always say this is all staying in, but I don't know if I can leave cow dick on the show. <laughs> uh, Whatever. We're, we're not monetizing. <laughs> <laughs> we're probably banned by the end of this episode. We'll see what happens. Uh, we moving on? Moving on. Yeah. All right. Um... I don't know if we wanted to get into this. I just kind of threw it on the docket. That uh, Ayana Presley. Yeah. Winning. Uh, I don't even know what district she won in. Jody, happen to know? Uh, actually, she won the, won the primary for Massachusetts governor. Governor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, Democratic primary occurred in Massachusetts for governor. She is, again, kind of the story with... Um, Miss Ortiz in New York. Uh, Cortez? Basically, um, Cortez. You know, Hispanic. Anastasia. Um, something Cortez, yeah. Anyway. Michael Capuana. <laughs> yeah, fairly new politician. Unseated a establishment Democrat for the Massachusetts governor. Which, fun fact, the Republicans are not even running anybody for that governorship. So I'm sure they're pretty pissed at themselves now. Yeah, probably kicking themselves <laughs> over that one. Yep. Um, it's an important seat, too. I mean, that's a seat that was held by John F. K. and Tip O'Neill in the past. Is that true? I don't think they're, they're both governors. Fake news themselves are saying it. CNN. There you go. Oh, all right. Good. Story on it right now. It says Presley ran an unapologetic liberal, ran as an unapologetic liberal calling for the impeachment of President Trump and the abolishment of U.S. immigration and customs enforcement. Here it is. There you go. I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of what we were talking about a few episodes back. With we got populism on the right, got the left's version starting to come up too, and this these kind of extreme views just kind of taking over the party just from two different ends. Right. Right. Uh, this is just yet another example of it happening on the left. Favorite form of compromise in America, right there. Moderates are falling all over the place. It seems like both sides are losing to the extremes on Republican side and on the Democrat side. Fuck the middle. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The, the establishment was the moderates, so no one wants the establishment anymore. Throw them out. Extremes come in. Revolution. Just thought it would be something that we should talk about since it's kind of proven the point we've been hammering home sure. since we started it. And I guess that's the meta question is, are these radical new people coming in? Are they representing some kind of change for the better? Are they just a rebranding of the same old thing? Like, what are they actually representing? I think it's that same phrase you use over and over again, Nate, the wrong answer to the right question. People are tired of the bullshit they see in Congress, and they see somebody who's talking in a different way than what they're used to hearing, and a little bit more, you know, controversial than what they're used to hearing. So they're gravitating towards that because they just want something new. Just change. It's what Obama wrote in on. Change. Doesn't matter if it's change for the worse, change for the better. Just change. Something different. Yep. It sounds like a people that are too comfortable with how good things were, and they're like, eh, let's change it. Something that's not broke. <laughs> or maybe some people saw that it really was broke, and they want some actual change to happen so it can be fixed, depending on what side of the coin you're on. Yeah, I was going to say, or some of the races were coming up, getting too equal. I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much else to say on that. Um we uh we rolling along, rolling along. Keep it going. Colin Tabernacle gets a Nike deal. 
<laughs> get into it. The biggest yes. story in the world right now. Hose, yes. I know you can't wait to comment on this, so kick it Oh, man. This is why I, we uh... brought my brother on the show. <laughs> no, you just brought me on because I'm not crazy, man. Like, I just don't understand. I, I The kneeling part, I didn't agree, but I didn't disagree. So I was never really caught up in it. And, like, I was talking to some of my friends about it. Like, I never remember trying to get home so I could watch the National Uh-oh. Anthem. You know, that was made in point. So, like, with Colin Kaepernick, you know, apparently a vet is the one who told him to take a knee in the first place. But just to see people burning their Nikes and, like, doing all this stuff, it's like, hey, if we're going to do all that stuff, why don't we just donate? Like, you guys are the ones saying that, you know, he was kneeling and not actually being an activist, not actually going out in communities and doing stuff. But then yet, your answer to that is we're going to cut Nike swooshes off of our pants and burn our shoes while we're still in them, like. It just it just kind of shows the ignorance on the other side of it. Yeah, and the hypocrisy and people just yeah. processing things because they're told to. Rob, I think. Well, you, you know that, that the the actual national police organization called for a countrywide boycott on Nike and actually sent Nike CEO a letter telling them that they were. You know, as a, as a whole police community, we're not we're boycotting Nike. And of course, the popular meme that's trending now is okay. Nobody cared that Nike was using sweatshops and child labor. And yeah, all of shit. course. But now they yeah. care. Yeah, they all. Yeah, everybody's caring now. Yeah. It'll be same thing if Apple gets uh, like Trump to be their new spokesperson. Everybody will be burning their iPads. <laughs> but nobody cares that they had slave factories that people were killing themselves in. Bullshit. I'm just excited that like you know the craziest part about it is like did anybody see the rest of the people that are actually sponsors of it? Like there's a dude right now he's gonna start this week at linebacker for an nfl team and he has one arm and he's one of the other sponsors on there you know there's there's a great woman sponsor on there i don't really care a lot about women's sports it's horrible but she's super (laughs) exciting to like women and stuff and so like she's a sponsor but it's just there's a lot of other Uh, great september 6 2018 rip jose's (laughs) political career (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah but like but literally there's this, this really good uh campaign actually i watched the full commercial and i thought no oh, this is really cool and and i didn't really i mean kaepernick yeah he was narrating it but i mean what's wrong with that man the guy kind of got blackballed by the nfl i mean pretty they're like oh he was on the bench yeah but the year before he's in the super bowl like i mean yeah i don't know i just it's crazy to see the outrage from the people that call other people snowflakes and then you see them being snowflakes Winter is coming. Actually, winter's already here. That's the Twitter quote <laughs> right there, Rob. Hashtag that. That sounds one. like, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, uh, people only get upset. Sorry, Joe, do you want to go first? White privilege and all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have let him go first. What was I think? Too many minorities. In this uh, episode. All, I, all I wanted to say was if people start boycotting Apple products, go ahead and just send it to me. I'll make sure it's properly destroyed. <laughs> and I'll even videotape, I'll videotape something. So it was, it was funny at the time, but now it's not. So go ahead. Way go. too long. <laughs> <laughs> and like most of the people burning their stuff are like college kids whose parents bought them for them anyway exactly. so it's not like they're really feeling any pain from burning the stuff that they paid like mom i know i burned my nikes last week but i don't have any yeah, shoes you now, a pair so... of a jordans make sure it doesn't have a nike swoosh on it i just want the jordan on it i mean i know they're <laughs> pretty much the same company but you know mom you know we don't like them nailers <laughs> Those GD kneelers. I, I get what the what they're trying to say. I mean, I work with a bunch of people who started talking about it, and I kind of try to put them in their place a little bit. But their people's lives are boring, and when they see something like this come up, and they see a bunch of their friends are joining in on it, it makes them feel like they're part of a community or part of hmm, what's that word we've been using a, a bit? Tribe. Yeah, where they finally realize, wait, there's a way we can connect with those around us and agree with somebody and feel like we're part of something big. E- even if it's not anything big whatsoever. But as long as it feels like we're part of something big, that's all that matters. 
this whole thing is just about division, and you see it being well, pushed Trump on every made it that way. Trump made it that way, not not Colin. I mean, it, people were already starting to feel that people way before Trump outraged. said anything. Trump just kind of activated their super well, Republican mode. Yeah, he made it bipartisan. I'm sorry, not political, but he made it bipartisan, I guess. And it wasn't a partisan issue at first. I didn't agree with that. Yeah, Trump did. Trump does get himself involved with some of the weirdest things, and it's just like it's Trump almost like he's a tool. Things. He's like a yeah, tool like of the state meant to get balls because you make schools. Like, what was what, what are you talking about? <laughs> he does seem to go yeah. after your black people more often than anything, and I really feel like it's because he's the candidate put in place by those established to get some kind of race war going, which is what they've been pushing. I've said it before with Nate in our little conspiracy mode that I think Trump's just a plant. All this shit's a fucking show, and he's there to help divide. Well, and, so, well, and to play a little devil's advocate, like Colin Kaepernick, like the quote under his name really doesn't suit what they're trying to get across. Like, uh, you know, it's like, you know, believe in something, even if you sacrifice everything. So I, I do see where, yeah, like maybe we could have had a bet. On there. So, so what are they saying? Are they saying he's going to donate his millions of dollars to help stop police violence against blacks? Is that what they're saying? No, they're just saying, like, what does he really sacrifice is pretty much what they're saying. But but honestly, I do see what they're saying. Like, we have plenty of vets that actually play football, play sports that, you know, we probably could have used. They probably could have used one of them and went the whole flip-flop direction and probably had a lot more people on their side. And it went to, but then they don't get all this awesome press. Yes, they don't have the controversy. They don't get all the press. Yeah. So I, I will agree on that. I'll sacrifice everything, blah, blah, blah. But he did take a big sacrifice. He wasn't hated before he did this. And now he's hated. So He's hated I rich. Hated. I mean, I don't think it's that big a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> There's a lot of villains. In <laughs> yeah, one of them's the president. About to wrap up the current events. Um, I wanted to touch on Russia's war games. Kind of a huge thing going on that nobody's talking about because, you know, freaking Colin Connecticut decided to do some shit. Russia has a massive war games going on. They're coordinating with China and Mongolia. And what are they preparing for? Who knows? But it is massive. Europe's a little a little worried, and for good reason. They're worried something's going to happen in Ukraine or whatever else. Ron Paul is on Twitter warning that a false flag chemical attack could happen in Syria. We were kind of already talking about that, which we've done it before. Why wouldn't we do it again? And then all hell breaks loose. And it seems like Russia's preparing for that scenario. I mean, the U.S. Navy just sent Russia and China some aircraft carriers to show some force, too. So we got some boys out there now, too. So everybody's flying around waiting for something what, to happen. What are, we, what are we worried about, guys? We have the Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> like Space what the fuck are you guys even worried about? Yeah, we're like lightsaber bitches. Get some stormtroopers on that shit, right? Yeah, I don't even know I'm why saying. you guys are like. Kind of seems like a non non issue. I mean, Space I feel like, like one Halo drop pod comes in and Master Chief steps out and the war's over. That's exactly where I was going. Huh? Hell yeah, Space Force. Problem solved. <laughs> Problem solved, guys. I'm glad I could be on this podcast for this one. up in record time, right? Yeah, you're welcome, guys. Just yeah. knocking issues down. Yeah, we can go with so, we Cop Kaepernick. We got Space Force. I mean, what else we got? The the thing with the Russian uh, Russian games, though, and kind of like talking about the the false flag in Syria. I mean, they are supporting Assad, so maybe they're building something up. Maybe there is some kind of attack, and it ends up being a false flag. And Russia's like, all right, enough of this. We gotta go in to secure Syrian civilians, so that way these terrorists don't gas everybody. And, and then we so, Space Force. No, and then Trump orders a strike, and then it's not carried out. Or yeah. or he uses the Space Force, which they're gonna respect him. They're gonna <laughs> like respect him. Coming man. back to this, he space created force them. Thing. He created the. 
hey, he created the Space Force. They're going to show him love. They'll be like, dude, you want us to attack? We got your back, homie. Pretty much drones. Drones. Hey, this isn't the Obama area anymore. We went. Right? Obama be. was the drone king. Can't be hitting weddings. I think we're still. I think we're still droning people, right? We got a record to keep up. I haven't heard of a good droning I in a while. Heard of a droning in quite some time. Uh, if there's anything I've learned from uh, you guys is just because you don't hear about it doesn't mean it's not happening. That is an excellent point. It probably means it is happening. Like WikiLeaks isn't what it used to be. So well, and right. I and I actually on Space Force I actually <laughs> listened to it. You know, seriously, I thought it was something cool. And you know, all they're doing is just like pretty much putting all the things that they already do into like one organization. So they're not doing anything new at all like it's really boring so we're not gonna win anything that's, <laughs> just gonna win, that's getting so. cut that is getting cut that's not going to the well, and i was depressed dude i heard it today and then i heard about the farm truff you just keep fucking up man go get money because i fucked you with the tariffs and also space force is actually just the regular shit we do sorry <laughs> I, I, was almost, I was almost liking trump for a second well anybody's got something to add on international issues we can we can move Space on. Space Force. To be honest about it, it is a really hot issue over there that could potentially blow up into a bigger situation. Or it can be like all the previous times where things almost got out of hand, but kind of fizzled out before anything big happened. Nobody wants to take the next big step towards World War Three. You're not wrong. Just everybody keeps flirting with it, though. Like sooner or later, <laughs> it seems like some somebody's going to slip up. Well, we're not wanting to go to war. We don't want to die, but there could be ways where we war without us dying. I mean, when haven't we been at war? We were talking about that in the other podcast. We're still in war in Afghanistan. Nobody even realizes yep. that anymore. 14 years and going, boys. Figured after I went over there, it would have ended, but I guess I'm going to have to go back. Dude, you, you didn't put your, mas- you didn't put your uh, Master Chief cosplay in. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, for the Space Force, it's all. Uh, recruit the Space dude, Force. Infecting, infecting them with herpes is not going to take them. <laughs> I mean, good try, but I mean, that's not what we were looking for when we sent you up. It's simplex B, not A. <laughs> is that the mouth one? <laughs> the mouth one. Ask your moms about that, kids. All right. <laughs> Do not ask them. <laughs> Wait a second. We're, we, got a, we got a call coming into the show. What's that? Hi, this is Alex Jones. It's Alex Jones on the line. Thanks for having me. Alex, uh, <laughs> re- while I got you, uh, how do you feel about uh, chemicals in the water making the frogs gay? I don't like them. My best segue ever. <laughs> um, Alex Jones storms the Capitol. He's taking the Civil War to the enemy. He was pinned down. He's run out of ammo. What uh, what do you guys seen? What do you heard? I mean, honestly, Alex Jones got invited out there, so it's not like he just stormed up and showed up. He was invited and was allowed to show up there. But then when he showed up, <laughs> what did they expect? Who, who invited? Yeah, who invited? An invite, though, yeah. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He hangs out with some interesting characters. I'm pretty sure it was Robin. I mean, I don't know. Him and Marco Rubio had a nice little spat back oh, and forth, which was, was pretty that funny. Was fantastic. That was really good. I mean, honestly, Alex started off pretty cordial. Like he actually asked him a real question, and when Rubio just kind of scurfed him, like, "Dude, I don't know who you are. I don't know about your website. What? What is it? Who is this guy?" And then Alex just kind of snapped after that, and they got a little got a little over the top. Alex started overacting a little bit. Alex overreacting? Right. No way. Uh, no way. He has to be careful. He can't be just grabbing, putting hands on any. Of any senators he wants that could be a big security breach he but he did he did pat him on the shoulder and uh because yeah, Rubio uh, security was ready to pounce on him yeah it's honestly it's it smacks of more of that theater we were talking about earlier i mean it seems like everybody everybody in washington especially this week have just been on stage trying to get as much attention as possible get alex jones out there get all the attention get alex jones crazy. out there and get him and all the alternative free speech movement look like a bunch of idiots which is what jones role has been since the beginning i yeah, listened to I like alex him. jones for a while he had some interesting things to say and he brought up some interesting subjects 
but a lot of the times he just brings things out there to get people riled up. He's not very solution oriented. And whenever it comes to actual solutions, he kind of skirts around it and just tries to make it a bigger issue than what it and probably what it needs to be. He, he's really just out there to make the free speech movement look like idiots. Interesting. So controlled opposition. Controlled opposition, totally. Rob's always on the controlled opposition angle. It's either controlled opposition and it's the money. Every time. If there's somebody who's given that much freedom to talk for as long as he has about the controversial topics that he has mentioned, then he has to be controlled. Otherwise, the people who are running this shit and have been running this shit for as long as they have, have become imbeciles. And they're not. They're not going to be idiots because they would have lost power a long time ago. Or they played the game of just they never admitted anything and they just let him go crazy on his own. Seems like pretty much where it went. Maybe they thought that he was a kind of guy who, even if he was given the truth, nobody would believe him. So they said, let's just exactly. let him go out there and say yes, everything. Yes. Nobody's going to believe him. It'll immediately discredit it because it came from a exactly. bad source. Exactly. If it comes from the wrong source, people don't believe it, no matter how true it may be. Yeah, some of his stuff makes sense. And then you keep listening and you're like, oh, get there. Starts going off the rails, yeah. And I remember videos of him back around 9-11. Like, he's right. Yep. This guy knows what's going on. And then sudden, yeah, he's talking about weird stuff and getting coffee thrown in his face. So, I mean, I was like, all right, this guy's weird. I'm not listening to him anymore. <laughs> um, I can't say breaking news. I think this happened like within a couple hours of us starting this. He's banned on Twitter. It's official. 100% banned on Twitter, which wow. apparently is a direct reaction to one of the many people he heckled while in Washington was Jack Dorsey, who's the Twitter CEO. And again, it, I don't know what his angle is, like this weird Trumpian thing. He started off cordial. Like he said, yeah, you know what? I appreciate you standing for free speech because it's the only place that didn't ban him. And then he just started heckling him and saying all kinds of shit. So Dorsey was very, you know, calm, cool and collected there. But I guess as soon as he got back to headquarters, he was like, shut him the fuck down. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he's crazy, man. One thing that's interesting to note here is uh, mainstream media was informed of Twitter's InfoWars ban before Alex Jones was even told about it. I was seeing headlines, and it wasn't on InfoWars yet. That's interesting. I don't think he's a tool, man. I think that he's just they just let him go off the rails, man. They were like, this guy's unstable. We'll just let him ride. <laughs> well, he's definitely yeah. cereal. I thought so. <laughs> I'm not eating cereal. I was getting into a bag of brownies. You're not allowed to eat bag of brownies. Oh. There's no crying. <laughs> There's no crying in podcasts. I was really upset about this Alex Jones thing. Okay, <laughs> eat some brownies. Yeah. One last thing about uh, the fact of what really got him banned from Twitter was going after Jackson. <laughs> Now, Alex Jones didn't get suspended for libeling, quote-unquote, people or claiming Sandy Hook parents were liars or threatening Mueller or talking about dangerous conspiracy theories. He got suspended because Jack got caught overruling staff to keep Jones on Twitter. Embarrassment caused it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It wasn't, it wasn't any of the other stuff that was pretty legit complaints. It's, oh, hey, this guy was kind of a dick to my face and I own Twitter, so... <laughs> Like, uh, that's the Twitter quote. Dick to my face is the Twitter quote, Rob. Draft. <laughs> yeah. Flesh in the face, man. Flesh in the face. So it's it's ridiculous. It's more hypocritical bullshit. Yeah, I mean, he's banned, but Louis Farrakhan and Hamas are still have Twitter accounts. What have they ever done, though? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> One point I did want to make on this whole topic before we move on. I feel like, honestly, Alex was really calming down over the years. I feel like he was just trying to build a news organization. He wanted to be a Fox News. He wanted to have his own organization. He's letting other people host for him. He's going on vacations. He's really, he seemed really laid back. And once all these bands came through and they started silencing him, I think he's just like snapped again. I think he's going to be up in everybody's face all the time now chasing headlines because they silenced him. I think they were better off letting him talk because now he's going to be much worse. He's going to be in senators' faces. He's going to be at events with bullhorns again. It's like old Alex Jones is back. So they took away the safe space of a rat 
radical, and now his radicalization is going to spread beyond his safe space? Who would have thought? He's going to end up losing his money pretty soon anyway. The Sandy Hook parents are going to win their civil suit, and he's going to be fucked. He's going to assassinate an alien, and then we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's he's going to assassinate an interdimensional demon vampire. Is what he's gonna do. Yes, I mean, if we're getting serious about what he's going to do, we all know it. See, I'm supposed to be the crazy brother, and he's upstaging <laughs> me now. Still in my gimmick. Step your game up, Rob. I'm a guest star. Stealing the show. All right. Uh, main topic time. Feeling main topic. Let's do it. Rob, if you would. Or maybe, well, uh, let's, let's let Hose do it this time. Bruce Buffer. Well, I, I don't know how it goes. It's like, ready. <laughs> do it. Failure. <laughs> it's right, the main man. event of the evening. There you go. <laughs> Um, Bruce <laughs> this video is Bruce buffering right now. All right, we're talking. Like we're talking CRISPR, and uh, I made a Ooh. point before the podcast to look up some kind of definition. Of what this <laughs> is, I'm going to try to for our audience. If you you probably heard of it. If you haven't heard of it, I'm going to try to break it down in my very very layman way. Uh, you hear CRISPR? It's about DNA editing. CRISPR isn't a like a big lab somewhere or something that's making all this happen. It's it's like a it's a technology. It's technically it's an acronym for the DNA archive that is in organisms. Because when a virus attacks an organism, it creates a copy of the virus's DNA and it stores it in a, an archive called CRISPR. So if the virus attacks again, there's a protein called Cas9 that comes along, grabs that DNA copy of the virus, and knows how to find it and kill it. That's how your immune system kind of works. So what scientists have done, they figured out how to program that already occurring process. They didn't like create something. It's something that was already happening. They just figured out how to kind of manipulate it. So what they can do is introduce a air quotes virus into an organism and what they do is they engineer that virus to be like a desirable trait like a certain type of fur on an animal or an eye color or you know whatever else or uh, resistance to some kind of disease anything like that they introduce it this cas9 protein comes along grabs it puts it in the archive and all of a sudden you can kind of start to manipulate the way an organism forms traits forms its dna so basically the big deal with this is like what we could be doing is like eliminating diseases and creating designer babies eventually creating designer organisms the same way we kind of have gmo crops but the ethics come to play is like you start introducing this into humans and people get a little a little uppity so i know jose you want to talk about this specifically if you want to kick us off have at it yeah actually perfect timing man two days ago first human to test it actually just got injected was not um Yes, two days ago. And I'm horrible at disease names, but it's like something Hoffman disease, something something that it's it's uh, in his DNA. So yeah, you're you're absolutely correct. Your definition was awesome, man. I've I heard Joe Rogan talking with somebody about this and then I kinda went on the deep end and just black holed it, man. And I wanted to know what was going on. Right on. So you're right, but what has to happen first is they actually have to cut the DNA. So we have to actually um rupture the DNA and then as it tries to repair, then we can input the piece they in. Just that the has, in. Right, right. Yes, then we slip the strand in. So yeah, so it's like Microsoft Word, like cut and paste pretty much. I feel you. Um yeah, so that's like a simpler version I've heard a bunch of people try to explain explain it but yeah so he is our first guinea pig for humans i'm super excited about it first time i heard it i got really scared because i think i heard the designer baby concept first but i already heard about the uh, test with the rats they had rats they injected them with hiv and they got rid of 50 percent of the rats hiv so i mean already at this very 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 beginner state that we're at we already beat a disease that we 
even come close to beating. So pretty amazing technology. I heard a lot of what they were saying was that it's cheap and it's easy. A um, little misconstrued there. It is cheap and easy if you already know what you're doing. So of course, this stuff's been going on forever. Like you said, the uh, what is it? The very ripe tomato that now they got rid of the aging gene. So the tomato doesn't bruise as quickly. So now it can has a longer shelf life. You know, this technology is not new, but now they found a way to do it where instead of costing thousands of dollars, it costs a couple hundred dollars. And right. instead and of taking a couple of years, now. oh yeah, like a couple of weeks, they can get results. So the capabilities right now, like we're thinking Alzheimer's is going to be a god thinking cancer is a goner on the Joe Rogan podcast they talked about we might be the last generation to actually die from old age so the uh, the capabilities be magical man all right Jose said that very positive Joe I don't want to be part of the generation that dies of old age let that be the generation before us we yeah, get to I'm getting crisper all day. <laughs> yeah. To me, it, it just smacks of like like quick and easy, you know? Like a get like a get rich scheme almost. Like, hey, just do a little bit of this and you can live forever. Just do a little bit of this and you're cancer free. Well, see, that's how just, we see it because we didn't do the myths that have worked to get to where they're at now. Like so now for us it sounds like, oh, that's awesome. Well, wow, it's so easy. Cause like apparently there's people selling like kits at home and there's websites now where you can actually go to and you make your own creature if you want to make a pterodactyl with five feet or whatever you make it they uh they take it back to their computer imaging and they're going to try to replicate it and of course they can't give it back to you but they can monitor it and actually tell you know try to make sure it's actually safe but yeah the way they're going with it is yeah, you can have a unicorn if you want to that that does not sound that sounds so so crazy. That's, that does well, not sound right. Like, you can make a fucking pterodactyl, whatever the hell you want. Six, six put years that ago, I told you that you'd be walking around with a computer stronger than any computer the military had. So would everybody else and 12-year-olds and 10-year-olds. Nobody would believe that either. Bullshit. We had stuff sci-fi back then. This is oh, not... Come on. <laughs> You're talking about Knight Rider, man. Like, nobody... I mean, come on. Knight Rider was cool to them. A car that talked. <laughs> like, seriously, they didn't know this. Nobody... I mean, it seems like the big issue is that this technology is progressing far faster than the ethics related to it is. Like by the time we start to get a grasp of it, the technology is already miles ahead. Well, and there's two there's two places right now are in patent lawsuits right now. Oh, yeah, they're kind of fighting. Yeah, yeah, there's two of them right now. I can't remember. the Sorry, but there's two companies right now that pretty much discovered it first. But now they're lying about when they discovered it and everything. Well, look, I signed it here and I state and i right, right. so, to get on like, the money before it gets too big exactly. yeah well and like this technology has been there all of a sudden they just found out this new way where we can actually and they said it's like so precise like you can literally pick what letter of the dna that you wanted to cut out and the what did you call it again uh nate what was the name of it the uh oh, the, 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 the cast yeah. yeah so that yeah that thing apparently is super specific to where it goes like for the repairs and everything but the only problem is, is we have no idea what happens yeah so we make it where you know i have a kid and i'm like dude i want him to have a really fast metabolism and be 6'3 cool awesome well he has a really high metabolism and he's 6'3 but he gets parkinson's at 20 like we don't know what the effect is right yeah, exactly. shit yet. like nobody knows what happens yet so we're i mean it's so early this is just 
but I was gonna it's say, the fact know, that it's so so easy and so accessible i think that's what and and where we're at anxiety with a rapid like we, we need to know now we need to know now right like that's where we're at so i think that's what makes it even crazier because i think our ability to think more sci-fi than we would have you know 20 years ago if this technology came around i think our ability to do that and that's what i was talking about with the war like you know they already have the ability to make you know robots that can do stunts for actors in movies you know so why would we go to war we'll just send fucking robots fuck that that's how that's how terminator starts son another thing off the air jose you say you were saying that you know if we're able to start making designer babies and really start genetically altering people at birth we're going to start seeing corporations say you know what we need these football players that are born football players to be born oh, yeah. pretty much yeah. bred to where you have the traits where Human you're going to be become best. cattle exactly you know, and, and I really we're going like to become cattle argument. like i i still like that argument and i heard pretty good i guess rebuttal to that was uh it was actually joe rogan he said uh well how come the rockets to be the rock like fuck i wasn't born with those muscles either <laughs> you know fuck that, <laughs> like it's not fair like it's, it's already not fair i kind of i kind of think two things hearing this one the, the zombies there's gonna be zombies <laughs> <laughs> two the other thing with this immediately is jumping to mind something that's so precise can have such a profound effect on somebody is weapons. Obviously, yeah, like, that's military exactly why we have everything. Yeah. Exactly. Like you're talking about we're talking about you're talking America. about weaponry. Yeah, you're talking about weaponizing cancer. Cool? You're yeah, talking I mean, not even not even going super soldier. What if you have an injection that you just get somebody with and then all, like all their skin falls off? But or... see, the problem is, is like there's still a time frame for it. Like so like even now, like they applicate something like say I wanted to be a seven foot black woman. Well, like that stuff still has to get into my body and like make all those changes. It's not something that happens instantly. This is like well, literally that's, altering. That's an even better. That's, the, that's a best. That's like the best assassination weapon then, right? Something that kills them. Over time, hey, I yeah, injected this into this guy. Like a month like, from I, now, he's gonna shit out all his organs. Yeah, I mean, I like that weapon. That sounds like an awesome weapon. <laughs> like I'm with you on it. But also, how about like nobody? We don't. Nobody has to die. We're just like I made better robots than you did, and your team lost. So kind of like uh, with the, there used to be a show late at night I watched where they made like little robots and they went and fought each other. Oh, BattleBots, man. I remember that. BattleBots. Yeah. Show was the yeah. shit, man. Yeah. 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 Like, why don't we just do that? Like, Russia's on one side, America's the other. We so send them the guys that, well, it was, But yeah, then, I mean, it feels like one, team, one side's robots wins, and it's like, okay, now our robots are going to come kill you because all your robots are dead. Well, yeah. that's, when the, that's when the real winners declared. <laughs> so, obviously, I want to come at this from a conspiratorial angle. Um, I love it. My thought was... What happens when, obviously, this is going to be monetized. Obviously, there's just so many things. I got a couple angles on this. One is it's definitely going to create a class system, very Gattaca-like, where if you're born a natural-born human, you can fucking forget about getting a job. You can forget yeah. about being insured. It's not yeah. happening for you. Exactly. You got too many risks. Exactly. Yeah. So it, could this possibly be like a Mark of the Beast type of situation where if you don't accept these new changes that are coming into you, then you're just not going to survive? Well, first, at first it's going to come out and be ten million dollars you know i mean just like everything it's gonna come out super expensive you know only the rich people can get it but then by time i mean shit everybody has like but will it start to get everybody else by time or will it just be a class system where the super rich live forever and us peasants like very hunger game yeah, for the, the super, super rich, rich live in the exalted fortress and everybody else just kind of runs around for scraps yeah but then you could go on the uh, and talk to your your weed dealer and see if he has any of that shit that can you know yeah like i mean come on i mean anything Accessible to the rich is accessible to the poor. You just have to go about it a different way. There's a book series out called Red Rising. 
Uh, well, the first book's called Red Rising. It literally deals with something just like this, where humanity is divided into colors. Not just black and white and race colors. We're talking like gold, pink, purple, blue, gray. And so they add depending- the LGBT then pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just want the rainbow and they're like, care. There you go. But depending on what color you are, you're more naturally advanced and you have a class system. So like reds, they're on the bottom. They're basically the slave. Golds, they're at top, but they're basically superhuman. They're demigod. They're literally stronger, faster, taller, smarter than everybody else. And the whole story is humanity trying to rise up and break this class system. And someone from red is genetically modified to become a gold. And then that's what kind of leads this giant. Well, here's uh, the kicker. Here's the kicker, Joe, though. Apparently, stuff that they're creating are genes that actually get passed down. So, like, we have a lot of genes that do not get passed down. But these genes, the way they were making them and creating them, get passed down to the offsprings of that gene. And you can just see the religious movements forming. It's like, I'm not letting your genetically altered girl get with my natural boy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, you know, that's going to give us. It's like not being immunized. Exactly. It's that whole, whole sort <laughs> yeah. of thing. But, but look at the good thing, man. We could end every single disease that ever was ever even. And create a bunch us. of new ones in the process. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can think of all the real bad things that we'll get rid of. But imagine all the atrocities that will occur because of it. But it's going to happen, man. It's not oh, like, yeah. I mean, we're acting like it's That's not. That's where I'm like, coming at this at a middle ground because like, this is it not is going really to be stopped. about to happen. It is right. not. No, they are like, there's so many labs where everybody's working on this shit right now. Like, like I said, they have at-home kits. There was a guy on YouTube that was injecting himself. Like, I mean, this is not, it's not going away, man. Is, and, yeah, the, and the I, stocks on this just went through the roof at the, really just about a week ago at the end of like uh, August. Ago first experiment man i'm sure that has something to do with it definitely god damn it i better get superpowers out of this shit <laughs> I don't know. like i, I said all, like i said I off the show Spider-Man. i'm pissed we all keep expecting we're gonna turn in like x-men and shit but it's gotta be more like we're cronenbergs and fucking akira type <laughs> shit going on probably yeah all right i had another conspiratorial angle though check this one out so companies get a hold of this obviously it'll be monetized all that old sort of thing will happen i see okay designer baby whatever you want that kid starts growing up it's like yeah you've got the eye color you want you're the height you want you're the strength you want you're the intelligence you want you no disease you're you're perfect in every way you got it all going on here's the thing we injected an elimination gene in you so if you're not paying your monthly bill you're gonna Ooh. die bam Pretty much monetize your life cycle. Exactly. You can have the life you want, whatever you know, whatever you want it to be, but got to pay for it. Total corporate control. That's that's that is ownership of people. Holy shit! It's going to be like Order sixty six from Boom. Star Wars. Boom. All the clones they had like did like biological programming in their brain. So when the order was Don't given, even know it's there. Yep. They just switch on. They just switch to that. You have no way of resisting it. It's just your body saying this is what it is now. And the scary thing, what we were talking about earlier, you know, this is still fresh and still pretty new. People are trying to, you know, figure out who started it, who made it, who's going to have their names all over it, who's going to get the most money. The people who end up getting their name on it at the end of the day aren't going to be the same ones who created it. Nope. It's going to be the people who see, wow, I can make a bunch of money, but maybe I'll take a couple shortcuts here and there. Like Big Hero 6, like that guy, he, you know, the bad guy that he wanted to take shortcuts to use the robots to do stuff, but it's going to end up making something bad. You know, you ended up being his fucking teacher or something instead but you, you get what i'm trying to say right, right. once you put the power in the hands of people have the money have the power and have the you know have the control they're not going to use it in the same way we, we lost jose <laughs> it's what he wanted trouble with this vote <laughs>
But no, I definitely, I definitely feel you though. He's back. We got him. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> so many buttons I had to push to get back here. Yeah, you it's just like it. a government. It's just like anything else. It's like okay, it may start off with great intentions. As soon as they were up, getting control, going it's, it's going off. I don't the rails. remember the point I was making, but the government didn't like it. Shut <laughs> clearly, it down. clearly, shut it down, man. <laughs> Who's in charge of this app? Who put this app out? Who published it? Probably the same people that are going to own your life when you get into CRISPR. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> tell me. I, I'm just excited, man. I, I just we've never been at a point in humanity where we could just eliminate disease like that. That's that crazy that to think we, about, yeah. it's pretty much that we um pretty much game over, right? And we win. Like what's like now we get to play the game of life with yeah. all Suck the it, uh, extra stuff. Yeah, you get extra lives and unlimited lives, unlimited ammo. Like I mean, that's pretty much where what's we're at. That, uh, video that whole altered carbon show where you just have clones of yourself sitting <laughs> around. Man, well, they said that, well that was the funny thing. Like they mentioned they, they didn't say altered carbon, but they mentioned making a backup of yourself. Right. And they were like that is way harder. And ending a like getting ending getting older is super easy. And like so sense, just yeah. to hear that. But to hear that though, like yeah. who would ever thought we could get rid of getting old? Like right, right. But to hear it's super easy. People like, always thought it was gonna go to like digitizing your consciousness and doing yeah. that route. Like, like, no, why don't we just do that. why don't we yeah. just go ahead and not die? Why don't we try yeah. that? Hey, let me take it a different angle for you guys here. I'm sure you guys have like seen like vampire movies like that. What's always the case of the vampires who have lived for thousands and thousands of years? Are they like, oh yeah, I love doing this? Or are they like, oh my God, I can't wait until I die because I've been around way longer than I need to be. Is those, those are movies, a, Rob. I'm saying people in general. Rob, people in general Force. get to, those are movies. Let's keep it real. <laughs> Bill Compton was my, my fucking favorite vampire, man, and he hated life. So, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, people get tired point, of things so quickly right now in this day and age. Rate right now, people can't stand their yeah. lives when they get to 20. Well, that's what I mean. Like, if somebody told you your lifespan now is, you know, 200 years, like, do you automatically now live your life a little bit more reckless or do you live your life the same way? I got to throw some uh, biblical myth lore in there too, just for Joe, because I know he loves it. But, you know, <laughs> I'm I, so triggered right now. <laughs> I, I used to always study he's so burned, anytime I see the Nikes and everything right now <laughs> anytime I see an option y'all motherfuckers better let me get a word in I'm gonna set your asses on fire <laughs> but anyway you know I always the one thing I liked about the Bible the most whenever I read it was the fact that all the prophecies was, I always love the people who could try to guess what's gonna happen next and what's gonna happen and one of the things that they talk about in Revelations, I believe it is, Revelations 9, 6, they say, during those days, people will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will elude them. So when the Christians start seeing stuff like this, where people are talking about him. What is happening? Better mute your mic. My son was getting ice, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about Revelations, and you're trying to have a nice, cold, soft drink. <laughs> yeah, he was drinking a beer. But what I'm trying to say is, when these things happen, Christians and religious people have a stronghold on where a lot of things are going. And they're going to start seeing people talking about how they're going to live forever. They're immediately going to start making allusions to this, and there's going to be some kind of backlash from it. It's going to be the same kind of backlash there is against gays and interracial stuff. You guys should watch the uh, video where they're in they're in china and they're they're going over this whole thing and uh they're talking about america and our god and how we're pretty much saying the people that are doing these things are playing god and the chinese scientist pretty much just laughed the whole time like he didn't even respond like it was hilarious i think eventually it'll be just like we have amish people now there'll be people that just are not on board with this at all will have nothing to do with it and they'll just kind of start to separate and form their own society well and then i saw like a backlash video and it was like this 
lady that was a dwarf and she was like a second generation dwarf and she was like don't get rid of my you know my dna like so then then who decides what is actually a disease or what traits we're actually getting rid of there's a lot more to it like let's just start with disease let's see where that gets us what happens to the born this way movement whenever we say that you can change the dna and you can change the genes themselves well, they're and just gonna this- start off women or men or whatever they or both or whatever they want to do you can just start that way now you don't, yeah, you don't even have to mess with the surgery later. You just do it at birth. Right, what the hell? <laughs> that was not me this time. My kid was getting nice that one time, but that was not me. Mate, you have so much editing on this one. It's going to be bad. I'm looking at the app, and I'm seeing the circle around Jose's yeah, icon. Is... Not coming like, from me, guys. I'm literally, I'm literally sitting in my uh, my vestibule by myself smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody else around me. I'm like I'm like a loser. Right here. All right, let's do a wrap-up. <laughs> wrap it up. Um, Will we have any more kids? <laughs> my fa- my uh, my family's getting restless too. So. All right, okay. Final thoughts. We'll uh, we'll start with Joe. Anything you want to say on anything we covered tonight? Bring it home. I don't know. I think I think the genetic editing is is exciting. I mean, I'm kind of with you guys on it. Just kind of makes me uneasy to think about. I'd rather people just improve themselves with prosthetics or become cyborgs. The whole genetic editing thing. I don't know. Just you not go a, ghost not in the shell you. more than Gattaca. Exactly. I'm with you. Rob, what do you got? I mean, we talked about a lot of things tonight, and I got talked over a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Too many people but it's okay. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed having my broski on here with me to make me look like the saner of the two brothers, believe it or not. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I feel like the Kaepernick issue is something that's a bit of a trigger for a lot of people, and I really want to know what that extra spice the Illuminati threw in there that really got people going this time because damn they got them it's probably more divisive than Black Lives Matter oh shit I'm with you Uh, I think it is too Jose what do you got wrapping up man um, well first off Space Force course space force. Yeah, circle circle back to that bitch yeah. um but also yeah the the genetic editing is awesome man anybody's against it is like and that's pretty much saying like we don't have um cordless tools now because we only made that for people in space i mean you gotta you gotta go with thing man this, this is technology it's where we're going with where we're headed just get behind it uh a lot of the stuff i heard from multiple people was make sure that people stay involved like you know instead of paying attention to who the fuck nike has how about we pay attention to what's actually going on in the world of Science. like that would be a good takeaway from our podcast i hope so i uh, appreciate you guys having me on uh sorry broski for talking over you but you're the younger bro so that's just how shit goes man i've been used to it for about 32 <laughs> years now got him yeah keep getting nice. used to it bitch <laughs> yeah it was great having you on jose hey, nice talk, guys. i appreciate it man yeah come up with another topic we'll have you back man for sure hey, i'll think about it man joe rogan he's the beast dude shots out that's a show that's a wrap that's Make sure you hit the little phone thing on there so you hang up. Otherwise, we're going to hear you and, and then you're your going in girl the doing stuff later. <laughs> so you said put it by the bedside? There you go. I'm <laughs> heavy this podcast. It's all staying, man. <laughs> I got you. You better not stay in. You don't need another kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show. is all staying in.
He's not joking. <laughs> this will be on the outtakes at the end. It always is. All our stupid shit we say before the show starts. Yeah, I'm trying I just, to. I just hope I can have as much problems with my phone this time as Joe does with his computer. That's my goal. Like, I want to see how many times you guys are going to be like, you there? Nope, nope, you lost nope. me again. Lost again. Yeah. Uh, that guy has a piece of shit computer. I don't even know. Yes. I'm done with it. I'm done trying to use a computer. I don't know what is going on. I just reinstalled everything over the last two days, and it's still doing the same fucking thing. And I'm like, this is. Saw that, that Russian porn, man. You got to watch out, man. Whatever. Russians, they get you one way or another, man. They do. They man. are meddling. They're like, oh, you looked up Russian gangbang. There you 